Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's get started with our guest today. Our first question in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. I look forward to this. So uh, I've been dividing my career into three parts. I started out as a software trainer, so that taught me how to explain these complex data science principles to a variety of different audiences. Then I moved on to be a practitioner building these models. And then kind of in this third part of my career, I've been working with analytics teams, helping them hire their teams, assemble them and manage them effectively. Fantastic. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? Well, you know, it's funny, analytics teams lately, I think it's because of the way they hire them. They've kind of experimented with this team of one. You know, they hire a jack of all trades. And I'm finding that's just not consistent with my experience. I really like that diverse team where you've got a mix of folks from IT, from BI, from data science, from management, all working together. The communication is not a downside. It's a good thing to have to defend your ideas to other members of the team. Great comment. I like that. Question number three. I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, you know, that can be tricky. I think one of the um, one of the things to keep in mind with analytics teams in particular is you've got to involve not just the people that are working on, on the project, but who the project is going to affect. Mm. Otherwise, you get too caught up in the technology. And I think if you do that right, if you involve not just the stakeholders, but what I would call the end users, everything's going to go a lot more efficiently. That is such a great insight because we often do forget the, uh, it's, it's the why, and maybe in this case, the who. It's not just yeah. why are we doing it, but it's who are we doing it for and why do they need it? And wow, that's a great observation. Thank you for sharing and that. And it helps the team do what they have to do as well. Yeah, that, that, that alignment and vision and so on and so forth. Yep. So great comment, great comment. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? Well, leaders of analytics teams specifically, this is the number one thing that I try to tell them. Give your folks an opportunity to be promoted and grow from within. That sounds so obvious. The problem is what happens in analytics sometimes is the only growth path is to run the team. And not everybody wants to run the team and you want to hold on to those people with a decade of experience and give them a way to be promoted and recognized without having to transition into management. Mm. Very good observation. Yeah, that's a great insight about helping people promote without, well, advance, you might say, without having to change leadership. That's such a great uh, way to look at it because we do need, people need to feel like they've got that stimulation of, uh, of achieving more and, and growth and whatnot. Yeah, Great. so many of us feel rewarded when we get a chance to run the team, but not everybody wants that path. So you have to give them an, an alternative path. Great point. Great point. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Well, you know, I have a, a bit of an unusual answer here. I want to recognize uh, two friends and colleagues of mine that I admire very much, Colin Shearer and Tom Cabaza. They were two of the authors of what's called CRISPDM. And you would think, well, they wrote a big document. What does that have to do with running a team? Well, those of us that use CRISPDM 
it runs our projects, it helps us organize our team, it informs our hiring. It's been a powerful influence in my career and how I run teams. So even though I've never reported to them directly, uh, they've been a powerful influence on my career. Mm, that is fantastic. Thank you for recognizing those individuals. And our last question, tell us about your first job. Oh, um, well, I have, I have two that I could choose. I could, I could count the Army as one because I was on an Army scholarship when I was in college. But I think the one that might be more interesting for this audience is that I ran a tutoring business right out of school. I had done some SAT prep for you know, another company. And I guess I've always had a bit of the entrepreneurial spirit. And I did that for three or four years. I was quite committed to it. Uh, um, but when I relocated to North Carolina contemplating grad school, a tutoring business is not an easy one to move. So I built up the business a bit, but uh, decided to walk away from that. But that was, uh, that was the first job I had out of college. That is great. Thank you for sharing that. And Keith, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Oh, best way for sure is to follow me on LinkedIn. I'm quite active on the LinkedIn learning platform because I'm also a LinkedIn learning author. Also my blog at uh, keithmccormick.com. Fantastic. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that is teamengagementpodcast.com, and you can find more ideas on how to boost engagement within your organization. Thanks so much for joining us today, and have a great day.